0: This is Rosen Institute's Your Law Firm, covering management, marketing, finance, and new technologies for growing your law firm. Here's Lee Rosen. It's good to be with you today from Tallinn, Estonia. It's chilly here. It's definitely fall weather. The high temperatures are in the 50s. Some days it gets up into the low 60s, but it is definitely chilly to this guy who grew up in Miami. There is great food here. It's very much a fish and a meat kind of place in terms of the eating, but it's also a place with lots of options for vegetarians and for vegans. There's something here for everyone. The Old Town is incredibly well-preserved, and it gets lots of tourists. This is a regular stop for the Baltic cruises, and there are lots of day tourists wandering by. By our apartment, which isn't very far from the port. We're here for another few days, and then we'll say goodbye to Estonia and to the Schengen zone. We're only permitted to be in this European zone governed by this treaty for 90 of 180 days. We'll hit our 90th day very soon, so it's time for us to hit the road. It's time for your tech sometimes you need to cut and paste something on your computer from one place to another. For example, you might need to paste an account number from your password program over into your web browser. I needed to do some cutting and pasting this morning when I needed to put the account number for my Hyatt Hotels award program into the American Express website in order to transfer some points from one account to the other. I had to enter the account number twice on the American Express site in order to do what I needed to do. So I copied the account number from 1Password, which is the product I use for keeping my passwords. And then I pasted it into the browser and that went fine. But American Express wants it put in there twice. And so I tried to paste it in for the second time. But the second time when I hit the button to paste the number in, it was blocked. American Express has done something on the American Express site that forces you to manually type the account number when you enter it in that second space. I know that they have their reasons for requiring me to type that password manually, number by number. I assume those reasons are based in security, so they do what they think is right, and they have blocked the ability to paste into that second field on their website. Now, American Express is not alone in being annoying. Lots of different websites have the same sort of situation. You'll encounter this inability to paste on many websites. The website provider has the ability to manipulate the browser's behavior for their own purposes. So They do it when they think it's the right thing to do. And I'm sure that they have the best of intentions. But when I want to paste, I really want to paste. And when they block it, it's annoying because I don't want to have to type the number manually. I want to paste. I'm just lazy and I like hitting the command for paste and being done with things. Well, that's where the extension don't F with paste comes into play. Now when I say F, let's be clear, this Chrome extension is technically not called don't F with paste. It's called don't F Asterisk, asterisk, asterisk with paste, and we all get it. We know what that stands for. So let's talk about don't F with paste. This extension for your browser, and this one, don't F with paste, is an extension for Chrome. It makes it impossible for folks like American Express to... F with paste. There are other extensions for other browsers, but Chrome is the most popular, so I'll stick with that one for today. And if you want to install don't F with paste, what you do is go to the Chrome Web Store, just type Chrome Web Store into Google and do a search, and you'll land on the store, then do a search for don't F asterisk, asterisk, asterisk with paste, and you'll find the extension. With one click, you can install it, and you're done. Once you've installed don't F with paste in your browser, you don't have to do much. It just sits there and makes sure that paste keeps working for you, regardless of how much effort the website builders might go to to stop you from using paste. It's an easy extension to install and even easier to use. Now, I'll warn you that when you install Don't F with Paste, you're going to get a warning in Google Chrome that tells you that the extension that you're installing will have the permission to read and to change all of the data on all of the websites that you visit. That's a scary warning description, but that's not exactly what this extension is doing. The reality is that that warning is a standard warning that Google uses anytime time that an extension uses the tabs permission as part of its permissions. Don't be frightened off by that particular warning label that you'll get with this extension. I'm using the extension, and I feel comfortable with it, and unless things change with regard to the way this extension works, then our data should be safe. If somebody out there is effing with your paste, then this Chrome extension, it'll solve your problem. That's your tech tip. And now for your moment of concise advice. I had a long conversation with a Rosen Institute member the other day, and he has shifted his team from remote work back into the office because he has not been satisfied with the productivity of his team members while they've been working remotely. He was frustrated by some things that he recently figured out, some things that were going on with his team. Now, obviously, for a long time during the pandemic, he had very little choice in terms of where his team got their work done. He did what he needed to do. During certain times in the pandemic, he was required to have his team work remote, and he used the technology and the tools to make that work. He did that to the best of his ability. But at some point, he would have been able to bring his team back into the office if he had opted to go in that direction. But remote work was something that the people on his team really wanted to continue. So He rolled with it. He let people continue to work from a distance. But over the course of the past year, he started to figure out that a lot was going on with his team members. There were things happening that were not productive. He had folks who were doing a range of things on work time that did not meet with his approval. For example, he had a team member working a part-time job for another employer during the work hours when the employee was supposed to be working for him. That really upset him. This person was not working for him very much at all, but getting paid for a full-time job. He had another team member who took over the primary care role for an elderly parent with health problems. That was a role that had previously been filled by a full-time home health care aide. And so the employee was really filling their days with caring for this parent and, again, getting very little work done. And those were not the only examples with this particular law firm. I could tell you some other stories. But the bottom line is that he was not happy with how things were going because he felt like His employees were working on their own projects and their own problems and their own issues, and they were not working on the tasks that he needed handled inside the law firm. So his response to that, and it was abrupt, and I think it was part of an outburst. That's really how it sounded to me. Well, he made everybody come back to the office. He ended the remote work. He terminated two employees. He's working to replace them, and he's back to where he was in the day Days before the pandemic, with everybody sitting in the office. Now, hop into a time machine with me and let's go backwards in time. Let's go way back before the pandemic. Let's go back to 1987 or 1988, way back in time. And that's when I was working in a law firm as an associate. We were required back then in those days, we were required to be in the office and to sit in our desks. And we had particular hours when the office was open and we were all there and we did legal work. sitting at law firm desks. It was all very traditional. We had traditional rules. Things were very formal, and there wasn't any debate or discussion about working remotely. We didn't even have the technology to make remote work possible back then, so we sat in our traditional offices doing what lawyers did. But sitting there in my old-fashioned office, I had a computer, and my computer screen faced the back of the office. Nobody could see my screen as they walked by in the hall outside my office. The only way anybody could see my computer screen is if I turned it around completely and pointed it at the door. And while I'm on the door, let me just mention that I could close the door. I could have complete privacy. Nobody knew what was going on in that office unless I told them what was up. And so I wasn't working remotely. I was sitting in my office inside the law firm. But I will tell you right now, I spent lots of time in that office not working. All the associates did. Most of the staff did. We all spent plenty of time doing other things. I spent a tremendous amount of time in the three years that I was in that law firm doing all sorts of things that were unrelated to. the law firm's business. I was not the only employee in that law firm doing such things. The reality is that being unproductive while being paid to do work, well, that's nothing new. Let's not kid ourselves. That's not pandemic related, and it has nothing to do with remote work or technology. So let's flash back to the present and let's talk about the real issue that we're dealing with here. The real issue here is not where somebody is working. King. The real issue is whether the employee is being productive on behalf of the law firm. That has very little to do with where the employee is sitting or working or how they are working. That's not the real issue. And so the solution here is not to tell people to sit here or there. It's not to tell people who are working remotely to come back to the office or vice versa. That will not solve the problem. The solution to the problem has nothing to do with where people sit each day. Now I suppose that it's reassuring to us to think that if employees are in the office that we can see the team and we understand what they're up to and therefore we have some control over what they're doing. But that's not realistic. It's not what happened back in 1988 when I was working in the office and it's not what happens today. If you want to make sure that the work is getting done, if you want to make sure that your team is doing what they are supposed to do, then you need to manage your team. You need to communicate your vision to your people. You need to generate engagement. You need to clarify the objectives and the assignments. And then you need to hold your team accountable for producing results. You need to manage your team. Management looks like daily huddles where everybody checks in. It looks like weekly team meetings, whether they're in person or online. Management looks like one-on-one sessions where you really come to know the people on your team and understand them. And management looks like a steady drumbeat of long and short-term objectives being communicated to the people on your team. Management is tedious. I think management is a little dull. It can be boring. It requires discipline and consistency. It isn't about sitting in one place or another. It's about doing the hard work that makes sure that folks know know what to do and why they're doing it and are in fact doing it instead of being off working for someone else or doing something else. If you're not going to manage people, then don't expect them to do the work that you need done, whether they're sitting here or Or sitting there. The reality is that in the world we live in right now, remote work has become a desirable employment benefit. It appeals to a lot of folks. If it works in your situation, then you ought to be able to take advantage of being able to offer that benefit because it costs so little. It's a perk that has value and it will attract some excellent team members. If it makes sense for your law firm, then you ought to do it. Now, that's not to say that remote work is for every business and every team. There are lots of reasons not to do remote work. Some businesses need people in an office because they see lots of clients in person, and other businesses have a high need for In person collaboration and cooperation. They need team members in one place at one time because they work together on projects. If that's your law firm, then that makes sense. But don't let an unwillingness to manage team members, coupled with a belief that seeing people sitting at a desk can replace management, don't let that cause you to lose out on the opportunity to attract better team members by. being able to offer remote work as a benefit. You know, I worked in person back in 1987 and the work I did Quite often, it was not the work that I was supposed to be doing. I was often doing my own things, my own projects. I was pursuing my own interests. Nobody knew what I was working on. Nobody knew what I was doing. Nobody managing my law firm knew what I was up to. They had no idea what I was doing. We were all in the same space at the same time. They thought they could see me working, but they had no idea what I was doing. Having folks sit near you during the day, that's not management. A successful law firm needs real management if you're going to get the results that you expect from your team. That's your moment of concise advice. Wrapping up from Tallinn, Estonia, thanks for spending a few minutes with me today. I hope you have a great weekend and an even better week next week. Keep plugging away, moving forward, getting things done. You're on the right track. You'll get there, I promise. We're all in this together, and together we build better practices through better marketing, better management, and better technology. Until next time, I'm Lee Rosen. Thanks for listening to Your Law Firm. Visit rosensrules.com for our free course on the 10 critical rules all successful law firms follow.